Rough Trade is giving away a third of the first three months of the Rough Trade Club plus new music membership exclusively to 101 Part-Time Jobs listeners. Become a member of Rough Trade Club New Music and you'll receive the Rough Trade Album of the Month straight to your door every month on an exclusive vinyl pressing with bonus material. Club members have received exclusive pressings of albums from Sufjan Stevens, Sprints, The Last Dinner Party, English Teacher and Over Mono, just to name a few, this past year alone. Sign up using the promo code CLUB101POD and you'll get Rough Trade's Album of the Month, Camera Obscura's Look to the East, Look to the West for a third of the usual price. By signing up, you'll be getting Rough Trade's exclusive issue of the album on opaque purple in a gatefold sleeve plus a bonus CD containing five demos. Don't want the album of the month but still want all the benefits? Sign up to the standard tier using Club 101 Pod and you'll still get the first month free. You'll also get free shipping on all orders, 10% off at the bar and on secondhand vinyl in store and exclusive access to sold out Rough Trade events. So don't hang around. Head to roughtrade.com slash club and sign up with the code CLUB101POD. That's CLUB101POD and claim money Money off Rough Trade's album of the month today. This offer is for UK residents only. Do you play in bands? I did for the longest time. And I wish that I knew that DistroKid was a thing. I don't even think it existed back then. DistroKid makes music distribution fun and easy with unlimited uploads and artists keep 100% of your royalties and earnings. A million plus artists rely on DistroKid to get their music on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, TikTok, Tidal, Instagram, and all the major streaming services. When you get DistroKid, you can see a DistroKid bank and withdraw your earnings. You get notified when you've earned royalties and you can withdraw via the app. And you can even check your streaming stats on Spotify Spotify and Apple. Get 30% off your first year on DistroKid by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. 30% off for your first year. That's not bad. We know it's a tough world out there. Why don't you make it easier for yourself? And to get 30% off that free year as an artist where you get 100% of your royalties and earnings, go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. All right, stay with me. I'll be right back after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, you're listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs. It's the podcast where I speak to bands and musicians about what they've got up to between making records, between going on tour and the jobs they've worked. On today's episode is Arrow to Wild of Starcrawler. Their new album, She Said, is out now. It's an amazing mix of genres, loads of rock and roll, loads of different tunes with a capital T. Cheers for listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs. This episode is supported by 2000 Trees Festival, who have got rival schools headlining in July 2023. If you want to get tickets, they're the cheapest now than they'll ever be. 
from 2000 Trees Festival UK. I went this year. It was absolutely amazing. One of the best independent rock festivals you can go to here in the UK. If you're in London this weekend, I'm going to do a live 101 part-time jobs at Till the Fest, where I'm going to interview Fresh, Clobber, a great new punk rock band from London, and Chaz Palmer Williams. Go to tillthewheels.com for information and tickets on that. But here's Arrow to Wild of Starcrawler. Go well. Cheers! I mean, this band is pretty much my first job. Like, we started it when I was like, me and Henry were both like 15, 16, and still living with our parents and stuff. So we would go on tour for a while. I didn't have my own place for a while. Um, and I mean, I've done like, I did would do like babysitting, you know, before that and stuff, but um, I never actually had a proper like job. I really wanted to work at this record store when I was like 14, but my mom wouldn't let me because the guy was like kind of tweaker y. And I was like super mad about it because <laughs> I wanted to like learn about records and stuff like that. But then in more recent times, I've, because I do have my own place now, I've had to kind of figure out like little things in between, you know, periods of not doing anything. Like, like, uh, when touring still hadn't come back fully yet, um, I kind of like got super into gardening over the pandemic. Like I, I, uh, I don't know. I just got really into it and like learned a lot about plants and stuff. And then, um, someone I know is working, they like started doing like this landscaping job and they're like, and I'm also good randomly. I'm good at, um, like graphic design and like making any sort of presentations or treatments or stuff like that. And so she was working on this landscaping job and she hired me to basically just like research, like these different types of trees and like make this whole kind of presentation. It's like basically it's for like this rich person's like yard and they wanted so this like birch forest, but birch trees don't grow in California. So I had to like find out what kind of birch trees like would work in California with like drought, like drought tolerant stuff. And in the back of my head, I was like, why is this person moving to Southern California? Like they want all these freaking like Russian and like English plants. Like what, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> so we had to like find like all these different kind of plants and trees that like fit the vibe that they wanted, but were still like native to California and wouldn't, you know, take a bun bunch of water and stuff like that. And, um, and I got pretty, I got paid pretty well for doing that. So that, that was like, that was a kind of good gig for a minute. Sounds like the kind of thing, like kind of skill set that you have playing in bands, you know, going on tour, self-managing, going to different countries to find uh -huh. out what amps you're going to use there. Yeah, yeah. And then the presenting side of it, which is having your art, trying to work with people, trying to get a shared vision with a, a record label or or your manager? Yeah, I mean, it's funny though, cause like with touring, I, we, I'm not really the one that like does all that kind of planning. Like it's usually either Henry or if we have a tour manager, but, but yeah, I mean, it, I guess it is pretty similar to that. I didn't really think about that. <laughs> how, how deep did you get into the gardening job outside of 
doing stuff with your friend there? Was was it something that, did you find that you were collecting plants every day and your place was just getting full of them? Yeah, that's kind of how it started is like, well, I'd always kind of wanted to like make a garden and stuff. And I just never had the time because we were always on tour and I was like, I, and then when I kind of had like n- nothing to do, I was like, oh, well now I guess if I'm going to be home for this long, I might as well make my home as like nice as it could be with the materials I have or whatever. So I just like started kind of like researching what I needed and I made like a garden bed and um, made my boyfriend stand in a long line at Home Depot to get like soil. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And um, and then it just kind of like went from there. I just kind of like, at first it's really daunting because you're like, oh, everything's going to die. But you just kind of have to do it. And just like, I just started getting seeds and plants and stuff and just planting them. And it's like a lot easier than you think. Like, Have you got any favorites? I've always been obsessed with um, the flowers on the passion fruit vine, they look like, I don't know, I guess they don't grow in England. I don't know. Maybe they do, but they, but they, they have these like alien, like looking flowers. Like I can't explain. They look really cool. Oh, wow. Um, it's like tie dye. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you looked it up. It's like, they have really cool flowers and it's actually, I didn't know this, but it's called like the passion flower, the passion fruit because of Jesus. Like back in the day, like those flowers, people <laughs> like, I don't know. It's really fucking, it's kind of a reach, but I guess like they have these little spikes that like come up and then that's supposed to be his like crown of thorns. And it's called the passion flower because it's like the passion of Christ and like the five petals represent the spears. Like, I don't know, some stupid, not stupid, but you know, it's some crazy shit. And so- and but the flowers are really you know really pretty and i was kind of they grow all over los angeles but i was just it's kind of daunting to grow like a big vine like that and so my boyfriend built this like really cool trellis out of bamboo and i bought just kind of like a baby vine and i was like well i hope hope this hope this grows and then now it's literally like on the side of my house like this huge like vine and i get a bunch of passion fruits and the flowers are really pretty that's probably my most proud one just because it's like it took off like it's so big now (laughs) and i barely need to water it really either yeah what happens when you go on tour can you give that responsibility to your partner yeah 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 He, he waters or my grandma lives down the street and she's actually like where I get my green thumb from, like she has a crazy green thumb and she's also English. So she has a like English gardening thing. Um, and so she lives literally a couple blocks away and she'll, if, if both of us are out of town, she loves doing it. So she'll like water for me and stuff like that. I can't hear the phrase green thumb without thinking duck the green thumb. Uh, yeah, I know, right? That's great though. Were you growing stuff that you could put on your plate? Yeah, I did for a while, but then I was cooking a lot and then we kind of like got lazy and like stopped cooking as much as we used to. And then so I haven't grown anything edible in a while just because it they produce a lot of fucking shit and it, it sucks when you like waste food, you know? So, but yeah, for a while I was growing lettuce and uh, chili peppers. I grew like Japanese eggplant. I grew... um cilantro mint wow that's a haul yeah i grew a bunch of stuff 
Um, I still want to grow more, but it's so hot right now. It's like everything's kind of dying. So I'm just like kind of waiting until it gets cooler so I can plant more stuff. But since you started playing music at such a young age and, you know, being away on tour all the time, did you find the transition of, of getting your own place and, you know, getting your creature comforts? Could you navigate into that sort of adult way of living? Was that quite a smooth transition for you? Well, I've always been somewhat, I mean, I, I like being around people, but I've always been like somewhat of an independent person just in the way I grew up because my both my parents would kind of like leave, like my dad would go on tour and my mom would take photos on tour, go do a shoot, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and so I kind of grew up like hopping different houses, staying at my grandma's, staying at my friends. And, and so like, I always like kind of was excited for the day that I could have my own place. Like, you know, I think for a lot of kids or people that might seem like scary or daunting, but like, I always kind of dreamed about it and like, I like even made a savings account to like save up for it. But then it kind of happened more naturally when I met my boyfriend Gilbert, we were just hanging out every day. And then he started like subletting a place and I would just hang out with him and I would go home every now and then. And then we just kind of were like, well, we might as well move in together, you know, at this point, like I just like wasn't really coming back home. <laughs> and so then, uh, we got a place and and yeah we've lived here ever since living with your partner just seems to be the only way to survive without having to live with a bunch of people or even worse a bunch of strangers you know and yeah and living with people can be so chaotic when I was younger I moved to Brighton and and lived in a bedsit by myself and because I was alone I wrote so much you know I had that space to think I feel like having your own space, it's almost like a canvas, you know? It's kind of like you, like once you move out, it's like you're like, okay, I can make this my own now. I don't have to settle for like beige walls and like whatever, you know? It was like, like like when when we, when I, when I moved in with Gilbert, I was like, I was like, okay, I'm going to paint this wall red and I'm going to paint these cabinets purple and blue and you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I kind of went crazy because I have always just, like, you know, when when you're a teenager, you have your bedroom and that's kind of it. And even then, depending on your situation, you know, some people's parents are even then strict about what you can make your bedroom look like and whatnot. And luckily my, my parents weren't like that, but you know, it's like, you only have so much creative freedom, you know, and then kind of when you get your own place, it's like, it's just up to you. And like, you know, obviously whatever your landlord's cool with or whatever, but. (laughs) Um, Did you feel a stress going into that situation where as an artist, as a musician, where you're self-employed, did that bring with it its own kind of responsibility and and pressure? um, I mean, my boyfriend's also an artist, so he understands how, you know, this, how it works. And so it's kind of the same for both of us. So, but I luckily, like, you know, I haven't really run into too much, I mean, knock on wood, <laughs> too much trouble where like, I haven't been able to, you know, I mean, I still live here, so it, it worked out, but, but uh, we, when I met him is when we kind of started making like more money as a band, like, 
it's still like unsteady because it's more based on like, oh, we got a song in this thing, in this commercial or in this TV show, and that'll last me rent for, you know, half a year. You know what I mean? So it's like we didn't really make money on like touring for a long time and still sometimes don't just because I don't know. It's complicated, but <laughs> yeah, it seems that's the way the industry works sometimes. Yeah. It kind of depends on merch sales, honestly. And now we've kind of stepped our merch game up. So that's, that's been helping. <laughs> and you've had a couple of cool syncs happen for you when you've had songs on commercials. Yeah. Are, there, are there any good stories behind any of those? We just had one that's pretty funny. And I mean, it's not that like cool, I guess, but it, it is cool because it's, uh, I'll be living off of it for probably the next like year or so. <laughs> um, that is fantastic to hear. We, yeah, we just got um, a song earlier this year, one of our old songs in a Nissan commercial. And I mean, that one was honestly kind of one of the most surreal only because like I was at like, you know, I'd be like at like a restaurant or like at like the airport or something. And then I mean, no one knows, you know, it's a song, but still like, like uh, the commercial will come on and then I'm like, oh my God, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's crazy when it's something that broadcasted when your song's in it. Cause you're just like, whoa, it's so crazy. Um, and you've seen it a few times uh, unexpectedly. I've seen it. Yeah. I've only seen it like a couple times, but it's like, it's definitely exciting, even though it's just like for like a Nissan thing, but like, yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a total trip. And then we've had like some other like sh uh, songs like in, TV shows and like uh, stuff like that. Is there a TV show? And I'm putting you on the spot here. Is there a TV show that you'd love to have a song on? They don't really use like new music, I guess, but it'd be cool to have a song in American Horror Story. I mean, I actually have never watched this show, but I feel like it would be the most beneficial would be Euphoria just because it's like kind of like the whole world and like every like teenager watches that show so I feel like everyone probably wants their music in that show um but but I actually I haven't I haven't ever watched it so that's more of like a like a, a business like mindset for me I've, I've been ter so terrible like lately I've just because there's just been so much going on that like when I'm stressed out and I have like a minute or when we're on the plane I just watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and it's really bad. <laughs> or Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Like I'm just hooked on that franchise and like I need help. What about any of the Married at First Sight stuff? Yeah, that shit. It's such trash, but it's like <laughs> ugh, it's so addicting. I can't. Excellent. She Said is your major label debut. You know, we read about it in books and magazine features and of groups getting signed to major labels and you know that's a that's a big step that's a big milestone in star crawler's story i hope so yeah i don't know i don't want to jinx it but yeah i mean that it feels like that but um how does it make things different if at all to your star crawler world well honestly what's different is not really what has to do with the label i mean it does in, in little ways, but, but what's really different about the past couple records is just that we, with this one more than anything, we just had kind of like the time, like we had like all, like for, cause for a while we weren't on a label. We were like in between find like finding labels. And 
So when we were like writing and like recording this record, we were pretty much doing it for ourselves. I mean, we like, we knew we, we wanted to put it out and we wanted, you know, it wasn't like we were like just making it for nothing or anything, but like, um, what's really different is that we'd had the time because there was just, you know, it was lockdown and we were like, all right, let's just fo- put all our focus into making this record. And, but you know, who knows if there will even be a tomorrow. So let's whatever, you know, just see what happens. Wow. And so with the past, with the other, well, the first record, you know, it was just kind of the first songs that we ever wrote together as a band. That was like our set list. And that's like the record. And so that, that was a little different. And then with the second record, we were like at that point touring so much, like never home, always gone on the road. And we kind of had to like put it together pretty fast. And not that I think that like is a bad way to do it or anything, but it's, and that it sounds bad or anything like that at all. But with this album, it was just a very different process. Like we've never actually like kind of, sat down and taken our time with each song and each recording and like really you know we just never had the time is more what it is so i think yeah that kind of made the biggest difference out of everything well thanks so much for your time arrow to end with is there a is there a job is there a part-time kind of shift that you'd you'd love to work that would make you up that would make you just really excited to do between tours, between making records, what would be your, your perfect job there? I mean, my dream job would be to just be doing this and making lots of money and not have to do another job. Um, so, I don't know, yeah. But hey, that's an yeah. answer. That's a legit answer. <laughs> Any places that you're looking forward to going to, especially on the upcoming tours? Um, we're going to Korea this week, which is crazy. Nice. I've never been before, so I'm excited. In two days. Ah. Have you packed? No. <laughs> we'll only be gone for like two or three days. Like we're only there for a couple of days. So I wish we were there for longer. How late do you leave it before packing usually? I've been so bad for myself. I usually pack like honestly like the night before. <laughs> cue some absolute stressing the morning of yeah I don't know it's just always how I've done it also because I pack the clothes that I like to wear the most and then I wear them up until I need to pack so it's just like love it Arrow thanks so much for your time thanks so there was Arrow DeWild from Starcrawler whose new album She Said is out now see you next week for another episode of 101 Part-Time Jobs I've been working all day for me mate on the side Running around like a blue ass fly I've been working, yeah I've been working all day for me mate Every blink minute I've been on the go Up and down the ladder like a fiddler's elbow I've been working, yeah I've been working all day for me mate This is a Mighty Moon Media Podcast It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at HereYouAreAZ.com.